what is up everybody thank you uh, for tuning into the fathom beyond sunday podcast we're really excited about this new podcast it's really designed to, to just be very casual just a couple of leaders at fathom talking faith talking life talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on between monday through saturday not just on sunday so uh, tune in listen to the conversation open your heart and pray that that this really helps Welcome, welcome. This is Fathom Beyond Sunday, where we engage in conversation that take takes our walk with God beyond Sunday um, and helps us with the day-to-day. Today, you have Pastor Kyle Nelson. As always, <laughs> I'm here. Yes. You're back this week. And I'm back this week. Yeah. Hopefully, we're done with sickness in our house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last week, I, I wasn't feeling the best either. Just I hadn't slept well and yeah. the allergies. I think allergies were getting everybody. Oh, it's... My, I was feeling cruddy. Yeah. And I don't usually, when they get colds, I don't typically get colds because. If I walk outside, my throat gets scratchy and my nose starts itching. Like, <laughs> Well, I just heard on the radio today that yeah. the tree pollen has peaked. And so we should be getting out of it where the rest of the country will be experiencing it. Somebody told me Sunday that like it's literally in history right now in Jacksonville. It's the, the highest pollen count ever or something like that really i don't know i haven't paid attention to it i just know i've been suffering silently over here (laughs) i mean everything is yellow so right yes that would make sense i don't know i feel like every five years it gets like that Mm. where it's just like okay everything is blanketed in yellow and it looks Mm -hmm. like somebody peed all over the place (laughs) yeah yeah for sure but we shall survive yes we shall survive we'll make it through this yeah (laughs) well I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today because it is near and dear to my heart. (laughs) Um, So today, actually, I was talking to a friend and a question that I get really often is, how did God bring you to a place where you're moving your entire family to Northern Ireland? (laughs) Yeah, I've I've gotten that question too. Just like, how did God bring you here? Like, how'd you get here? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it seems very unorthodox, you know for a large family or, you know, even just deciding to plant a church in Mm -hmm. a place where there are a ton of churches, you Mm -hmm. know, like it seems crazy sometimes to people, Mm -hmm. but there's so many little things that go into that where God has shown himself true. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I think is the biggest part that has brought us here is all of the simple acts of obedience the the yeses that mm-hmm. nobody sees <laughs> yeah. except for me and my family and the people who are closest to us. Mm-hmm. And so I think when we when we ask those types of questions, we want it's really an asking about how do I get to that place where God asked me to do something crazy or where God asked me to do something. And in that we then have to recognize that it's not this big ask right away. It's the it's the beginning of obedience and all the little things beforehand. Mm-hmm. And um, so when people ask me that, I just want to tell them I said yes. <laughs> I said yes to him first. Mm-hmm. And then I said yes to all the little things he asked me to do. And so mm-hmm. today I really wanted to talk about obedience mm-hmm. and how impacting it is on us and even on the generations that come after us. Yeah. I think when you start from um, even like your story, like that'll scare some people off because they're yeah. like, yeah, I'm not going to say yes because I don't know <laughs> where it's going to lead me. And and I think when we just give our and surrender our hearts t- to God, like we, we give control of everything, like 
our past, right? Absolutely. We all love to just give God our past. God, yes. you can have it all. <laughs> yep. And then even we, we learn to like give away our present. God, I want you now. Yes. Uh, one of the last, you know, hills that, that we're, we die on is uh, giving away our future. Absolutely. Yes. You know, and God, I, I trust you with what, I, I don't know what's coming. I, I trust that you know better than what I than what I know. And I, I think that's where it all just boils back mm-hmm. down to is like, do you trust the Father? Do you do you trust that his intentions and his heart for you is good? And like he, he wants nothing more than um for for you to just be fulfilled in him and be satisfied in him and and have all of the good plans that he has, you know, set for us. So I, I think that's where it starts is just a deep trust absolutely because you know? I, th- I think if we just jump into obedience then you know we we miss out on this i think it's been months back i don't even remember oh i think it was maybe this series we did the best yes i think that's what might have been the series that i was using this illustration just about about beckett standing up on the playground oh you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i yeah I know. yeah yeah, and and you know, just being afraid yep. to jump off, and so I didn't start twenty feet back from him or right. ten feet back, or just say jump off. You know, I just started right there and said, "Hey, you know, just basically, I'm I'm touching you." You yes. know, and so I think that's that's where it starts is just the like you said, the little yeah, little bits of building trust, and and I, I would just ask, you know, those listening, like. Where right now are you building trust with God? Is yes. God building trust in you? You know, it's both. Mm-hmm. It's just both ways. We're yes. building trust with Him, and He's He's learning that He knows already whether you know He yes. can trust us or not, <laughs> and what He can trust us with. And I think that's where it starts. Yeah, yeah, that testing of the faith. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. You know, it at first. So, what camp did you start in? What so you when you when camp when you started out with God, what camp did you start in? Did you start in the like what are the options? Um okay, so <laughs> <laughs> you were worried about where God was going to take you or you were more worried about what you wanted to do rather than what God wanted to do or were you um ready to run ahead of him? Like I feel like those are kind of the three areas mm. we kind of start. I was So running ahead of him Trying, trying to make your own path for the future. So where were you in in, in your future, yeah. the future side of things, the future life? It's all a process, right? So, I mean, um, yeah, for a long time, it'd be just trying to make my own way. Hmm. You know, I, 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 I don't share this often, but there was a prophecy on my life, like really even right before, right after, I, I can't even remember the year, right before or right after I, I came to Christ. I've been struggling to remember this for a long time. <laughs> I think it was right before I, I actually, you know, surrendered to Christ and um <clears throat> that I would I would be in, in ministry and <clears throat> that and at the time I didn't play any instruments at all. I didn't <laughs> sing or do anything and and the prophecy was that God would use me in music ministry. That's you awesome. Know? And um so and then I, I just kept trying to figure out what that looked like. Yeah. And so I, I started, I, I got a guitar and I started playing and I, I, you know, started singing, I started writing songs and, and started singing at church. And that was kind of where it started for me. Yeah. Um, and, and enjoyed it and got okay at it. And, um, 
you know, but even still, I think there was this part of me in which I was trying to, I think I had an image and it's funny as I've thought back through this in my own life and I'm not, I don't want to make this just about my story, but as I've thought back through my life, I see how I had this little glimpse over here, like this little yep. picture. Yes. And I had this picture over here. Um, you know, and it's funny. Sometimes God works like that. I mm-hmm. mean, it really does in our life. And like, there's these little desires that we don't really know what to do with. Absolutely. And there's these little passions that I, and I call passions like, like itches. Like they got to be scratched as you yep. scratch around. <laughs> they, they've got to be scratched every once in a while. And we'll, and we'll scratch them. We're like, oh, that's so that's yep. awesome. Like, yes. If it's working with children and then like you, you get a chance to babysit and then you're like, oh man, that was so much fun. And, and yep. you know, so that there's this mixture of our desires and our passions. And we just begin to discover these little glimpses and our whole life is just, and we're trying to put it together. Yep. Right. <laughs> and uh, especially once we get to a place of surrender, like, okay, God, I know there's this picture and this picture and this picture. And like, I don't know anything else right, right. now. So what do I do? Mm. So what do I do? And I think for me, it was like trying to forge that road ahead. Yeah. Um, even as I, you know, one year at, I, I don't even know that I was a year into ministry. I was probably 21 or 22 years old, mm-hmm. you know, on staff at a church and, you know, just got married and told Taryn, Hey, I feel called to plant a church. And like, for me, in that moment, I was like, then I guess we need to go do that now. And, and it was clear it was not the time based yeah. on where she was at. Um, but it was it was knowing that, but it's then it's waiting for God to do it, waiting for God to lead it, yeah. waiting to do it his way. Because it's always going to be better. It's always going to be better. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've always been in, I was always in the, oh, I'm afraid of what God's going to ask me to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Uh, no, God, like, I don't want to like leave it all. And yeah, what's your what, <laughs> deep, deep afternoon questions here? What, what was your kind of worst fear or what's been a major fear through this? Let's just come on. We're going, through, we're going vulnerable here <laughs> from the beginning of my relation, like of my like surrendering to right. God or from Ireland. Cause <laughs> let's go, let's do both. Why not? Okay. Why not? So I'd say probably. I think my fear is that God's going to take it all away. Like we're going to be in a Job situation when I first started walking with God and mm-hmm. like really saying, God, I want to surrender it all. It's that like God was going to take everything away. And just because mm-hmm. I grew up in a place where it was like, you have to surrender everything and God's going to take things away that you're unwilling to surrender. And it's, it, it wasn't meant to be ominous and <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And overwhelming, but it was because it just felt like if I say yes to God, then I have to give up everything. It mm-hmm. was like the rich young ruler, like leave it all behind or you can't follow God. Yeah. You can't do what he wants for you. And so for the longest time, I I sat in fear and I did not do what God wanted me to do because I was afraid that he was going to ask me to get rid of everything, mm. which now we're literally getting rid of everything. Like <laughs> we were looking at our house and saying... Why do we need to keep that? Why do we need, we're not, yeah, like we don't need any of this crap, you know, (laughs) but, (laughs) but even in that, like God, God did not like ask me to give everything away right in that moment, Mm -hmm. but it felt like that at the beginning Mm -hmm. when I started to like ask God, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? How do you want, how do you want me to do this? And it felt like 
at the beginning, it was this. Now with Ireland, it hasn't felt like that. Mm-hmm. The thing that's been the scariest is raising money. <laughs> you know, like the fear in that has always been like, but what if we don't have the money? What if yeah. this, you know? And I think that comes from control. Yeah, you know? fear, fear's such a motivator. It really is. You know, and I think, and, and I've said Positive this, and negative. <laughs> I've said this for many years. I mean, just like the perfect love of God and the ultimate fear of God are the same thing. Absolutely. Um, I'll say it again, like the perfect love of God and the ultimate fear of God are the same thing. And fear of God is like the beginning of wisdom is what the scripture teaches us. It's the beginning of being able to know anything is just understanding that God is sovereign and he is overall and, and yes. we're to honor him first and foremost. Um, but perfect love casts out fear. So yes. it's, we don't, we, we're not operating out of fear with that. And I think of a lot of us, like we just, we're very held by fear Absolutely. and like the reasons we disobey, the reasons we don't stay in, in the place in which God is working in our lives. And we know it so deeply. Mm-hmm. It's just hard. I was talking to somebody in the church earlier today. They're in the season. It's not the easiest season in the world, but it's a good season and God's breaking things. Mm-hmm. And they, they, def- they called it like a wine, like they're in the oil press and like, they're just, they're being pressed and like yeah. oil's coming out and it's good. Um, but it's hard, but it's like when we want to get out of that season, cause we're unwilling to just like push through it is when we miss out, you know, yeah. and that, that perfect love it's, you know, it's, it's, we learn to delight in, mm-hmm. you know, obedience. It's, it's not a, right. it's not a chore. Like we, we, we love God and you know, well, we want to do, and I think that's why it, it actually gets easier. It actually, gets easier because our trust is genuinely well, growing. And as you were talking, it just made me kind of recognize something about that time is that I had a, f- I had a fear of losing control. Mm-hmm. That's really what it was. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that we had everything that we needed, that I was taking care of that, you know, I, we weren't going to go without, but the reality is, is it was a lack of trust. It was a fear that was against God. It wasn't the fear of God. I wasn't mm-hmm. afraid of him. I was afraid of not having what was necessary to survive. Mm-hmm. And in that, like recognizing that and then being able to say, well, now I fear God above all else. Mm. And so I know that what he's promised in his word is true. And because I know that I stand and I trust him that even in our finances, like we will be taken care of. Yeah, I have never been let down by God yeah. and I will never be let down by yeah. God, you know? Yeah. And that, I mean, and I can say that and I believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know where we are and I know what our situation is, but I still know who yeah. God is. Yeah. Hey, and there's many times in which it's, that's going to, you know that, and there's going to be time, not here, like probably <laughs> not here because God's working and he's providing. Yeah. I believe it, it's going to be down the road and like there's going to become a season and you're going to have to go so much deeper in that. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? You're like, well, and that's I thought <laughs> I thought I had learned this lesson. Oh, you know, every lesson is like that for me. I it feel is. like every time I learn something, I'm like, yes. And then a few months down the road, I'm like, dang, didn't yeah. get that one fully, did I? <laughs> yeah. But we're never fully there. That's the thing. Right. It's, there's always more to learn about. There's always a deeper faith we can have, always a deeper trust we can have. But I I think with those images that I was just talking about that we kind of have, and they come from all different parts of of our life, like our desires or maybe dreams that we've had or a prophecy. Like I, 
shared happened in my life and, and we just don't know how to put all the pieces together and that's okay. Like we, we're not yeah. called to put all the pieces together. We're, we are called to, you know, as the psalmist said, I, I think we can trust what the you know psalmist says, you know, when we delight ourselves in the Lord. Yes. He's actually going to give the desires of our heart. And I think it's always been important to to teach on that just mm-hmm. because one, it, it, it gets us operating out of love and delighting in God. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also... I think there's a, a, you know, I think sometimes we can take that to like, oh, God's promised me I'm going to get everything I want. And like, that's just. No, that's not true. <laughs> no. I, for me, the way I've always understood that scripture is God knows desires of my heart that I've never communicated. I don't even yes. know. I don't even quite fully comprehend about the type of spouse mm, that I is desired so true. and needed. Um, yes the location that we needed to plant our church. Yep. You know, cause I had desires of where I wanted to plant this church. Yep. Um, different cities, different parts of this city when we found out. So like literally <laughs> everything, yep. but it's been okay. And then like looking at, at this facility and it was like a mess and like, mm-hmm. God, I don't want to do this, but I prayed about it a month long and just like ran the numbers and God said, this is it. And, so it's like, okay, and now like in hindsight, it's just like, God, why, you know, why, why did I even <laughs> doubt? But it takes a discerning. It takes the time to really hear and like wrestle down, you know, and, and just be aware of our own desires of our heart. And, and sometimes it's hard to figure that out. Well, you know? and I think that's that's a great place to kind of take a pause and like really look at is how how do we know what the next obedient step is rather than what is our desire because I mean, I've done the same thing with Ireland. Like we started out and God spoke Ireland. And so when I, when we went to Ireland, we were thinking, okay, the Republic, but God had made a way for us in Northern Ireland, which is actually a part of the UK. It's not, not technically a part of Ireland. Mm -hmm. And so like in that part of me was like, but you said Ireland, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. you didn't say Northern Ireland. And, but in all of that, and logistically, like logically, it is it's like significantly cheaper to get a visa for the Republic of Ireland yeah. than it is for Northern Ireland. Yeah. And so like all of these things in my mind, I'm like, logically, we should go here, right. you know? Yeah. And God's like, but no. Yeah. These are the people I want yeah. you with. Yeah. And and he has made that very clear. Yeah. Yeah. But how do we know? Yeah. Um, it's, I, I think about it. I just uh, finished like a, a real long paper on the doctrine of scripture. Nice. And um, yeah, if, if you need to fall asleep or something, just I let me know. I probably I'll, enjoy reading it. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, I'll send, I'll send it over. Um, nerd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can nerd out. Um, <laughs> so, um, but one of the things I was communicating in that about scripture is because it, it's really the fourth of you know, the ways God's revealed himself, you know, he reveals himself through his miraculous power and miracles mm-hmm. and, and through the prophets or speaking directly himself. Yeah. Um, he spoke through Jesus and then he spoke through scripture and, and scripture is kind of like an adhesive that brings all these things together. Yes. And, and just as when I am parenting my children or as parents, we can give that authority to someone else. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. for a period of time, like we, give that authority to a babysitter, a grandparent, aunt and uncle, or a friend, or, you know, somebody to watch them, yeah. a teacher for, for that period of time. Well, God has given his authority 
to in the word of God. Like it's his word. It's his word speaking. It's the same authority right. um, that we have. Um, so first of all, it's always obedience to the word of God. Yes. Yes. Period. Because God's not going to speak out of both sides of his mouth. So if God's telling you to do something that's, you know, in contradiction to the scriptures in any way, shape or form, then, you know, through the lens of Jesus that we view yes. all, all of the Holy scriptures, um, then you need to reevaluate and, and discern and, and talk to friends and Christian, you know, leaders who can help you to discern clearly what the word of God says. Yes. Um, but beyond that, that's where a lot of us find ourselves. Yep. Like, hey, this isn't a biblical issue. It's not a sin issue. It's a, should I take this job or should I stay where I'm at? Yes. Should I look for a new job? Um, you know, should I move this city? There's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's where most of us find the real difficulties. And, um, and that's why God's given us his Holy Spirit. Yep. You know, and to to rely upon. And a lot of people say, well, you'll just have a peace or you won't. And and I believe that most of the time. Unless you're an overthinker. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which um, you can still have that peace and still way overthink. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's for sure. That is yeah, my so, life. <laughs> so I think that's a lot more convoluted and not super helpful for people. Because of yeah. our different personalities. Absolutely. And what that even means to us, mm-hmm. you know, because I can still be wrestling with anxiety, but know that there's a peace and like deep within my soul that this is something that I feel drawn to. I feel drawn to. Mm-hmm. I think we were talking about my sermon this past week. I, I brought up the idea of vocation being something that's formed and not found. Absolutely. It was a great um, message. And really the definition for, for vocation is being particularly suited or drawn to a particular field or career or profession. Nice. So to be suited for something. So God's given us a brain. Yes. That we're supposed to use. So I don't think we have to check that at the door when we're listening to the Holy Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) You know, as, as one of my mentors used to say, God has not called us to be stupid. <laughs> so, no. you know, um, now God will call us to do things that seems foolish in the, the eyes of others. Absolutely. Can you say amen? Amen. <laughs> right. Yes. Because. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that I'll get some cross-eyed looks or, you know, some weird comments from people. that Because I mean, it I've, doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've had plenty of people say. Of course. Yeah. That's why I said. Why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's not going to make sense to them. Um, I think the example you just gave there, you know, about, Hey, this didn't practically make sense, but it was something Mm -hmm. that God was, we we felt very clear on. Yep. There was no doubt on it. Um, man, I I think we talk those things out with, I I have found it's, I, I can usually when talking it out with a Christian friend, brother or sister, like my wife, I, I pretty much. I know, you know, mm-hmm. and so oftentimes even when people come to, for counseling, asking for that answer, I never give it to them. I'm not an answer giver either. No, nope, I don't give it to them because um, no. one, one, um, that's your choice to make. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be stuck with the consequences of whatever right. decision you made, <laughs> exactly. first of all. So, I'm not responsible for your choices. Like I said, God didn't call us to be stupid. So, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I've, I've got to live with the consequences of my own choices. Right. I don't want to also have to live with the consequences of choices I encouraged you to make or not. Right. Make. So um, anyway, neither here nor there. Um, but 
in that while they're talking, I usually say, it, it, you know, I'm guessing that you actually already know yep. what you're supposed to do. And in the process of talking about it, communicating a decision that's weighty, and then also just giving it some time, not mm-hmm. being rash, um, not... God is often not rushed. Mm-mm, you no. know, he doesn't typically bring us to things that we have to rush into. Yeah. But honestly, once things become clear to us, they move very fast. They do. That's the thing. God God typically so for every decision I have ever made, it's always been a okay, here's the thing. And it's like, okay, he gives me some time to wrap my mind around it because usually it's bigger than what I think I can do or mm-hmm. beyond, you know, like there's always mm-hmm. some stretching that has to happen in it. Yeah. And he gives me a season of like, okay, like, let me, let me process, let me get to the place where I, I know that this is you. Mm-hmm. And then when, when it's like, yes, okay, God, I can, I can do this. Yeah. It's like a week later, we're like, we're doing it. You know, and and that's the, I mean, it's really cool because God, he gives us that time to process. Mm -hmm. He gives us that time to recognize that it is him. He's not trying to say, oh, well, I I just want you to trust me immediately and get out. He's like, no, I've given you time. He gave Moses. How many times did Moses say, God, are you sure? Oh yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. Are you you sure you have the right person? And and God was (laughs) even gracious to just be like, hey, your brother's going to help you, man. You exactly. Know? He was like, well, you're not. You're in not- this alone. And, and man, there's a, that, that's something that, that has to do with conversation. You're not in this alone. Right. You know, God has put people around you to help pray with you. Yes. Right. And don't, don't look for somebody to give you all the answers. Like look for somebody who you can talk things out with and you can receive feedback with. Yes. And that they can, like in my pastoral small group, like there's a, a, a guy here in town and and they're having to deal, they need to build, you know, they're close yes. to really needing to do something with their facility. And, and he's like, guys, I got a stupid idea. Please talk me out of this. <laughs> like, please, this is an insane idea. I don't know that it's God. He said, but I'm going to do everything I can to figure out if it is God and mm-hmm. if we're supposed to do it. And if it's crazy and stupid, but it's God, it's going to work. Yes. <laughs> it's going to work. Um, and so. I think that right there too. Mm-hmm. There's something huge in that. Like there's this song that a church in Northern Ireland actually has. And it's, it's yes until you say no. And basically the whole song is like, God, I'm just going to say yes until you say no. Mm -hmm. There's something I think very profound in that because really, even with what we're doing, what God has called us to is we have just said, you know what, Lord, we're just going to say yes. We're going to say yes. And then we're going to say yes until you close the doors. And if Mm -hmm. you want to close those doors, close them, but make it clear for us. And when you ask him to make things clear, he makes them clear. Like he's, he's not trying to make this confusing. You know, he wants us to move in the direction he wants us to move in. Yeah. And I think when our hearts are in that place where we're saying, yes, God, I want to do what you want me to do. I want to go in the direction you want me to go. He, even if we make the wrong step, he corrects it quickly. Yeah. I mean, I have walked through a door that he's like, no, you, that's not the, that's not the way you needed to go. Yeah, and he shut it and he's brought me to the place where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Not because of anything that I've done, but because he's like, no. You're yeah. you're in the you're going the right direction. Yeah. You just took a misstep, so let's pull you back over here. Right. You know, yeah, like, he works, and that's that's the essence of the scripture Romans eight twenty eight that God yep. works all things for the good of those that yes. love Him. He he is like it, and so that takes <laughs> that should take some of the pressure off, right? Absolutely. You know, a good deal of it that He's yeah. good. <laughs> he is you know, good. And, yeah, um, and then 
I, th- I think, you know, a couple other layers of this, you know, when we're saying, okay, like this isn't in the Bible, like where am I, how am I supposed to figure this out? Talking it out, I think is one of those we've, we've touched on. Uh, um, I, I also think that like God works um, through our desires. Um, uh, and, and, but the, our desires can also be really deceptive too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also a little bit you know, convoluted that we, we have to hold that in prayer before the Lord, yes. you know, um, you know, I think even when someone says, Hey, um, you know, wh- where should I go to plant this church or whatever? I'm, I'm like, you know, where would you enjoy raising your family? You know, yeah. where, where's God leading you that lines up with his mission and stuff. So kind of pray in that direction until he leads you somewhere mm-hmm. else. Cause, um, you know, so, so that's, that's one way to, to go about it and really, you know, if there's absolute, you know, freedom, mm-hmm. say, say he, he never speaks, he never says anything. Yeah. Maybe he's giving you like freedom to, 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 to yeah, do to what, just... what makes sense to you and, and, and what is in the, your best wisdom right now. Mm-hmm. And, and like, what if you get to the point where you have to make a decision on this job or this, or not taking this job, right? You're going to make, you have to make the best decision, you know, how yes. to, like, there is a time clock on these things, Absolutely. you know? Um, and we have to seize the opportunities that, um, uh, that are there. So, um, anyway, yeah, so we, we've got to approach that with deep humility and delighting ourselves first yes. and trusting God to give those desires of our heart, but also knowing that, 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 um, that he can work through those and speak through those that he hasn't, you know, some of those that are of the flesh and are clearly sin in the Bible, again, not the desires I'm talking about. Right. It's talking about someone that has a desire to work, just like a deep desire to work in the sports industry. Yeah. Well, You know what I mean? And I think with my last point on Sunday was like understanding that our deepest purpose is to participate in the uh, like alignment. We must align yes. with God's kingdom work of reconciling all men to himself. So like if God's put that deep desire to work in the sports industry or to mm-hmm. move to a certain country that, that you just can't get away from, like why yeah. you're supposed to live there, like, okay, cool. Maybe God is asking you to go there, but whatever you do, you've got to keep in focus. My purpose has to be aligned mm, yes. with God's kingdom of um, mission of reconciling all men to and women to himself, you know? Well, that's that's something that I've told people over and over. It's like, why so when people ask why are you going to northern ireland why why europe why this you know it's simply because we want to be obedient to god because the reality is is there are people there evangelizing Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know there are people here evangelizing Uh there are people doing the work of god everywhere and all i can do is be obedient to what god wants for us Mm -hmm. and that is going to bring us the biggest impact in this world Mm -hmm. like that's that's what we want you know, you were talking about the job situation and Kenny kind of came against something like that when we first moved back to Jacksonville. He um, had a he has a degree in film and has always wanted to pursue that. But Jacksonville is really not a place for that. Florida really isn't a place for that. Uh-huh. But um, so he when we got back to Jacksonville after moving back from Ocala, he decided to shift vocations and go into HVAC. A, um, heating and air, air conditioning repair and installation and things uh, like that. And so he had gotten a job. He was in school for it, doing all this stuff. And he just felt like 
he has this degree. He wanted to do something with it. And mm-hmm. so he he just put in applications at news stations just to put them in, you yeah. know, just to feel like, well, at least I'm trying. Yeah, I'm in you know? somewhat of that field, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But he's he was well established with this company and like really getting into a good place with this HVAC company. Well, he got a call from a local station here and they were like, well, we want you to work, but it's going to be part time and it's going to be crappy hours, but yeah, we'd, we'd love for you to do this. And everything inside of us was like, this, this is, this is a downgrade. We have children that yeah. we need, like we, you need full-time work. We need to be, you need to be making X amount of money. And, but when we both sat down to pray about it, we knew that God was saying, you need to go, f- you need to do this job. And that position only lasted like maybe five months. And then he got moved into a full-time position mm-hmm. and he was able to get benefits and all of the things. And now he's still working there, yeah. you know, and and it's been a great job for him over the last, what, eight years. <laughs> yeah. But if he hadn't been obedient, who knows where we would have been, mm-hmm. you know, and and he just he knew like he was still worried. He still had that like fear that he wouldn't be able to provide for his family. Oh, because yeah. we got to wrestle down <laughs> all the the human side of all this stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. But God put that desire in his heart yeah. and it has been a desire since he was a kid. And in that job, God has fulfilled little desires from his childhood. Yeah. Like. When he was eight years old, he told his mom he wanted to watch TV for a living. Well, you know what he's done for the last five years? (laughs) He's watched TV TV for a living. (laughs) So, I mean, like silly little things. It's funny even how how God does it. Yeah, absolutely. when we say yes and we we walk in obedience to him and walk in what he has for us, even when we don't get it right all the time, Mm -hmm. he brings these little like, I call them like God nods. Mm -hmm. He's just like, look. Yeah. I'm going to fulfill this desire for yeah. your eight-year-old self, you yeah. know, <laughs> like yeah. it's, and it's crazy, but you're like, okay, I know I'm doing what God wants because mm-hmm. he's showing me, you yeah. know, I, I, I allow those little moments to be like, yeah, okay, I got you, God. That's like a high five. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just confirmations and affirmation that yep. he sees us and, you know, we can continue to trust him and he builds and he builds on that so that we're obedient in the next yes. Yes. You know? Um, it's all part of the, the the big story that he's he's writing for us. So at yeah. the end of the day, it's just trusting in him, obeying him, and delighting ourselves yeah. in him. Well, I hope this helped. I hope this brought clarity instead of confusion. I, I know it was a lot, but and there's a lot of nuance and personal yeah. things that go into this topic. Just finding your purpose and what is the next step and all of these things. But I feel like there's been some really good points to take home. You know, really. Um, not not going outside of the word of God, mm-hmm. making sure that at what you're being asked it aligns with the word of God, um, having conversations with people who are trusted believers that you can talk through these choices and decisions and um, praying together and getting together and being in that community is so big. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, really just letting God lead the way. Yep. And so we love you guys. And I am praying for each and every one of you that God would show you what that next step is. And he would be very clear to you so that you can say yes in the next. We love you guys. And we hope to talk to you next week.